0: InsightOasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at ActiveSpirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go.
1: Welcome everybody to ActiveSpirituality.life. We are officially in the middle of. 2021. <laughs> I, again, it's amazing that we've got here so quickly. Um but here we are. Week 26, Pam's going to provide us as always with a very reliable and factual uh uh forecast for the week starting Monday, June 28th, and then I will jump in after Sunday for 10 minutes of our turbo boost meditation. Okay.
0: Happy half year, Pam. Happy half year. Thank you for that. Okay, so basically where are we now in time? The moon enters the sign of Pisces at 1.51 p.m. on June 28th. So that means that the morning of, the moon has been void, of course, in the sign of Aquarius. So does that feel to us? Well, when the moon is void, of course, it's not making another direct geometric aspect to a planet or heavenly body. And what it feels like to us is it feels like we're kind of neither here nor there. So, um, you go out to dinner and you can't make a decision what you want on the menu. Um, you're in a store. You have to buy a dress for an uh, event because you're finally going out. And you nothing's really pulling at you because we're not emotionally attached to the outcome. So the early part of the day on the 28th, especially with the moon and the sign of Aquarius, is it's really an excellent time to be working on something already in motion or already in process and this is augmented by the fact that the the moon is in the waning cycle so we're in the cycle of completion when we want to finish up when we want to integrate thoughts, if we've learned something, if we're coming to terms with something, this is a really rich time for us to really sink into that. So I always find, depending on the sign that the moon is in, void of courses can be highly productive, as long as we're not pushing on something that just is not ready to launch. Now, because it's in the sign of Aquarius, the moon may be traveling through your personal horoscope and actually connecting to that. So if that's the case, it's not going to have this entire void, of course, kind of meh way of feeling because it is connecting to, say, if you're in Aquarius, the moon may be moving exactly on your sun sign. So that is triggering more of an initiation desire. So these umbrella forecasts that I give are useful because even if you're feeling a kind of trigger energy as an Aquarius, the overall tone of the day is... People just aren't as engaged. So you may be really pumped up about something, but the person you're trying to talk into, let's go dancing or whatever, is just not feeling it. And know that when the moon enters the sign of Pisces at 1.51 p.m. Eastern time, you're much more apt to get a response that says, yeah, music sounds great. Let's do it. So, timing is everything from my perspective and use the morning and early afternoon for getting things in place so that when you're in that change of moon sign, you can really kind of book or move in a much more creative dynamic way. Because once the moon enters the sign of Pisces, then we're moving along with a sense of opportunity, potential, possibilities. And the only negative with this is that there may be like too many flavors of ice cream to land on which one you really want. So it's not that kind of can't make a decision because nothing's pulling at me that you might have felt earlier in the day, but more a sense of, wow, and this is a possibility and that's a possibility. So we want to temper the opportunities with the benefits that come through making decisions because this part of the day into early evening is highly auspicious, especially for things that have to do with this is something I'm really committed and want to see to its outcome. So if that's where you're at on something, then you may well find that the the phone call finally comes in, the email is finally responded to, the way is shown about how to take action now. And you want to be able to move with it. And it may not be as concrete with that as that. Sometimes it might just be a light bulb goes off in your head or someone makes a suggestion that really starts to stimulate a part of your brain or heart that says, wow, let me explore that more deeply. And we can really move with something that can create a sense of empowerment, self empowerment, and also greater wealth. Now, this can be financial wealth or it can be actual wealth of experience, um, opportunity, connection wisdom, all those things may well be available to us, but only if we move into the opportunity when it's presented to us. And part of the work here, before it even happens, is that sense of deserving and visualization. So I invite you to consider perhaps At when the moon is void earlier in the day on Monday, and you're clearing your desk or getting things or finishing up something already in motion, I invite you to let drift into your brain what it is you might want to vision, make happen, bring into perspective. And one way people like to do this a lot is some people have a some people have a vision board some people have an image of something that they really love or want to make possible whatever that manifestation intention may be uh, i think as we're in this waning moon cycle it's really valuable to acknowledge that especially in these first couple of days of the week that look to me like they're incredibly fecund for letting those seeds germinate. So look at it this way, Um, something that you've already been planning or maybe working on or had as an intention. Could be for the past couple of weeks, could be for the past couple of months, could be for the past 20 years. Uh, As we're in this waning moon cycle, um, we're in this, especially we've come off eclipse season where this has been such a, I don't even know if this is a word, but I'm going to say it, a catalytic (laughs) year Um, coming off 2020 for just leaping into the next dimension. And those of us who are ready or poised or willing to kind of burn off and go where we need to go, um, you're the people who are going to feel yourself in flight with those possibilities of expression Uh, Monday evening can be absolutely delightful for music visuals dancing (laughs) Um, all the things that help us celebrate and feel connected with the numinous or um, what allows us the ability of creative renewal And Tuesday is a similar vibratory energy. We've kind of passed that lovely Jupiter-Moon picture that happened the day before, but we can still invite in and ride the wave, if you will, of where we'd like to go or what we'd like to have happen with it. One thing that's really important, because we're still... In um, the shadow of that Mercury that had been retrograde as it's retracing its steps uh, direct. And also, a friend of mine brought to my attention, and she's absolutely nailed it this position of Mercury has been. Kind of frozen in place for a while. It's it's not really, of course, mer- Mercury. The planet is moving its its orbit, but from our perspective here on Earth, it 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 seems to have just um, going through a longer station, as we say, than usual. As it just kind of seems to, from our perspective, reorient itself to direct motion. So because of that, we're in this long window, or have been, with Mercury just really starting to move past its mid-position through the sign of Gemini. So especially for people who are quite mercurial, so communicators, people who talk or their minds always moving, Gemini's, Virgo's, um, people with Mercury strong in their horoscope, This, these couple of weeks may have felt as though, what is it I need to say and how the heck do I get it out? <laughs> so Tuesday may be a day when we're really kind of allowing Whatever needed to be said or articulated or understood, we're really allowing that to come to the surface and be heard, even if it's just to ourselves. Um, but it's important to acknowledge whatever that message may be. It's this is a very deep, meditative, creative, Couple of days, but also highly, highly transformational for those who are willing to um, take that synapse leap. So, Wednesday the 30th, there's this opportunity window that happens as of the early part of the day where we're really able to move in very deep self-healing and healing and helping others. And you don't have to physically be in the room with people who you're maybe sending this energy out to, but it is very impactful and very helpful as we move forward. We're also moving towards, and it's exact uh, tomorrow on July 1st, towards a Mars-Saturn opposition. So definitely we're feeling that as of Wednesday. Some of us may be feeling it sooner, especially if you've a challenging aspect in your personal horoscope between Mars and Saturn. But the moon goes void, of course, at 1.40 p.m., the times they give her Eastern time. It goes void, of course, at that point in time. And so then the rest of the afternoon with that floaty kind of uh, high imagination, uh, wanting to drift or just kind of go into the netherworld, Pisces, moon, void, of course, ideally, you're not under a very stressful work environment deadline thing. It's really an excellent time to meditate, be creative, kind of uh, put things in order, purge, um, really recharge, do a therapeutic session. And the moon enters Aries at 9.21 p.m. Once it enters Aries, then we're in a much more challenging couple of days. It doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that anything that we didn't address, look at, or um, take ownership of beforehand may kind of come back to us. On the other hand, things that we did step up take ownership on or make a commitment to it may very well be that someone confronts us with that because it's not who they want us to be or what they want us to be doing Uh, so there's a challenge there and what's really important if that is to happen to you is to stay firm in what it is you're working on realizing and also get clear, are you reacting or are you responding to something that is for your higher authority or claiming uh, a responsibility or commitment? If you're reacting, then you may want to rethink that in some way because it's not going to be the best way to obtain whatever it is you're aiming for or wanting to construct or make happen. Because when we react, we tend to be a bit more vulnerable because we're coming from an Emotional place. And it's important to react because it's important to know how you're getting hit with something or how it's affecting you. But you don't necessarily want to re- share that reaction with someone else because what you want to do is understand where it's coming from emotionally so that you're able to craft a response that's in line with your attention, intention. And that certainly is possible, but this period of time is basically demanding we either do that or we find ourselves in upsets. So it's really advisable to... Do that, <laughs> if possible. So Thursday, the, the first is when that Mars-Saturn opposition is exact at 9.08 a.m. And then once we pass that, whew, the heat starts to subside. And you may not necessarily feel as much like you're pushing, 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 against an impenetrable object. And this is especially something to be aware of um, in any conversation or situation that is highly polarized where one person feels firmly one way and the other person feels firmly another way because that separation will not allow any bridge unless we come at it from a sense of perspective of how do I really get through to that seemingly impenetrable um, wall? How do I tunnel a channel to it? It's possible, but not um, not if the camps are totally separated. So on the first, because of the Mars, uh, the Aries Moon, Mars and Leo, there it's a very dynamic, high octane day. A lot can get done. Um, Ideally, even better if we're feeling as though we're understanding the. Restrictions, commitments, responsibilities, obligations that must be met in order to move forward in the way we wish. And July the 2nd, um, another really strong, powerful day that brings back this sense of uh, can you meet your power, meet your um, whoever may be putting blocks or stops in your path. And and those can be things like, do you have the money to do this? Do you have the authority to do this? Um, Can you do this without compromising um, another situation? And so the more that, there's an awareness of how it affects other people, the easier this path becomes. The moon goes void, of course, at 12.15 a.m. on Saturday the 3rd, and it's void until 8.28 a.m. when it enters the sign of Taurus. And so this now looks like an absolutely lovely weekend. Uh, to be in nature, to eat good food, to um, feel a sense that you're in a beautiful environment. Um, You're somewhere that feels very comfortable and supportive. And the thing to keep in mind is that there's a Mars-Uranus picture on Saturday the 3rd. So if you're in transit or getting around anywhere, um, pay attention to your physical body and also what other people are doing because there's a tendency when these pictures happen for people to be racing around and not paying attention where they're going. And that can happen even if you're Running up or down stairs, or moving through a household, you want to be aware of your environment, in spite of whatever is calling to you or demanding your attention. Ideally, we always do, but when this picture is in the sky, everything gets like particularly jazzed, and which can be fabulous, but it can also it can lead to Uh, upsets and accidents if we're not being aware and some of us especially those with challenging moon Venus pictures in our horoscope may feel a little sad or not taken care of this day which really emphasizes more be somewhere where you feel safe comfortable eat truly good for you foods you know Comfort food can be lovely as long as it's not a comfort food that basically hurts your body um, because what you're looking for is true comfort, not a quick fix. And overall, I think it can be a lovely day as can uh, Sunday as long as we're crystal clear and conscious of bringing to us truly supportive environments and people around us. And oh, Sunday is also July 4th. And it strikes me as a day that uh, I do see some uh, potential for some people to be particularly hot tempered, but uh, we can have a lot of inspiration in how that's expressed and keep our focus on, once again, what makes a person feel safe, comfortable, connected to the earth. And now I turn it over to Susie.
1: July 4th, hot-tempered, beware. (laughs) Okay. I invite everyone to take a moment just to settle, find your seat, straighten your back, take a few deeper breaths and arrive.
2: Arrive in this space, arrive in this time, and just arrive in the state of mind that you're in without any judgment. And just let's be in acceptance. Acceptance of what is, acceptance of how we feel, just arriving without any kind of expectation or ideas, without any concepts, just allowing the mind to settle our to-do list to settle, and everything just allowing itself to arrive. And as we do this, we notice that it becomes very peaceful. It becomes very calm. Things become very simple. Things. Just stay. And as we arrive to this place, noticing that we've been here before, that we do, in fact, like to come to this place. In this place, the mind is completely open and aware. entire infinite universe is present there is this great sense of total expansiveness and at the same time there is a state also of stillness and quietness And when we come into this meditation state, we're not coming to it
1: to experience happiness or bliss. We're not coming to it to really attain a kind of um, what we might call positive state.
2: We're coming to it to experience the openness to experience spaciousness, to experience a place that is infinite and without
1: limitations, which is the true state of our consciousness.
2: We experience life. We experience death.
1: We experience impermanence. We experience time and space, locations, dates.
2: And these are all like minute, minuscule, tiny little fractions
1: of the infinite universe. And we're used to living within those confines. We're used to living, obviously, within the confines of our own body our own personality, our own mind, our own experience. We're used to waking up into the world, to going to sleep into this world. We have expectations of what's going to happen. We have an understanding of cause and effect in our world. If I drop this, if it's a rubber ball it's going to bounce if i drop this and it's a glass it's probably going to break so we have all of these understandings of our world of what what does happen and what can happen and how they happen within time how they happen within space how they happen within seasons in the summer time we expect the heat in the winter time we expect the cold so now for a few moments just for a few moments of your life have the experience of openness where there is no expectation where there is literally no experience no formal wisdom that informs the next moment and just see how long We can be in that spaceless space, that timeless time when there is no subject, when there is no object, where there is no action,
2: but the mind is holding in a quiet position It is not wandering to this or to that. We call this perhaps the empty mind. We
1: call this the neutral space. We call this the open space, the void. And within this place now, we take a few deeper breaths and settle in deeper.
2: Knowing that from this quietness, from this stillness,
1: everything can erupt, everything can come into being. But each time we come into this quiet space, each time we experience this, we are in fact. Expanding our mind. We are learning about all the attachments we have attachments to ourselves, to others, to the world at large, attachments to concepts of time and space, of dimensions. But in this space, there is no attachment.
2: In this space, there is actually not even a self. Allow ourselves to go to that place which is even deeper where we even have no attachment to ourself. Open space of consciousness no object no subject no action this immense open space and in between all of the atoms of your body Put in a little bit of space.
1: In between all of those spaces, put in some more space. In between your words, your thoughts, always put in a little bit more space. Allowing yourself to be expansive. Allowing yourself to feel this emptiness. Emptiness. And as you feel the emptiness, take a few deeper breaths and bring the feeling, the experience, the feeling now of this emptiness and the experience back with you, back Into your day, into your evening, into wherever you are as we finish the meditation, bring back this calm and peaceful spaciousness to your world, to the people around
2: you, to your life, to your body, to your thoughts, and feel that essence as the essence
1: of the true self, as the essence of your real being.
2: Gently as we open the eyes and take a few deeper breaths. And if you have the chance, I would recommend that you take this meditation
1: in silence for the next 10 minutes if you can. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Pam. Happy middle of the year to everyone, 2021. Um, Let this be a fabulous week for everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela
0: Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.